All right, friends, it's hoop ball promo time. This is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league all right friends it's hoop ball promo time this is big because this is our 2020-2021 NBA season product rollout, and I am so excited to tell you about what we've got. We almost never push our hoop ball products, but this is the window of the year where we need to power that engine. So let me tell you what's out. We've got our draft guide, our flagship's shining beacon to the most comprehensive draft guide in fantasy. We cover all over 400 players this season with future access pass to our Brewski 150. Now, if you don't know what the Brewski 150 is, I'm here to give you the need-to-know info. This is the fantasy draft list that has beaten every other list for 10 straight years and new this year for hootball we're unveiling our monthly membership plans featuring our fantasy pass draft guide brewski 150 our new dfs pass premium in-season tools as well as our wager pass for sports bettors everything you need we've got you covered 365 around the clock hoop ball tools is your one-stop shop for your nba treasure trove of fantasy need to know information all that you need and more check us out head to hoop-ball.com or follow at hoopball fantasy on twitter now check it out give us a follow get your tools and win your league the following is a hoop ball presentation Hello, hoopballers. Hello, NBA. Alongside David Bracey, this is Hank Aaron. David, how you doing? NBA is on the way. Well, actually, I guess it's here. So I am, I am feeling good. We're back in the saddle. We got some basketball. It is exciting. It was an exciting two-game slate tonight. Uh, great way to ring the season back in. And uh, we're going to jump right into it. Uh, before we do... We'd like to introduce our newest uh, sponsor here at Hoopball, coming in strong for the uh, abbreviated bubble and playoffs, uh, is going to be Manscaped. Manscaping is the best tool for all of your uh, male grooming needs, and in in fact, females can use it as well, but uh, it has been tailored towards men. Um, I know that uh, when I was younger... Male grooming was essentially done with a uh, blade, 
And when you are uh, trying to groom in certain places with a blade, it gets very dicey. And you get very concerned. And even if the accidents don't occur, just the general nervousness of the situation is unpleasant. So Manscaping has uh, developed the Lawnmower 3.0. The third generation trimmer is features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce accidents. Uh, and just let you be comfortable while you are grooming yourself as a man. So try the uh, promo code HOOPBALL20. You get 20% off. Uh, again, it's HOOPBALL20, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0, at manscaped.com. Again, that's manscaped.com, M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com. Uh, try the Lawnmower 3. It's something that you will definitely... I uh, think is a great purchase. It's something that works extremely well. It's very safe and it's a massive, massive upgrade over using a blade. So with that being said, let's look at the first game of the uh, bubble season that got got us underway. It was the Utah Jazz coming back from a pretty big deficit uh, to beat the Pelicans. Pelicans went up early but blew the game late. Uh, one of the post-game questions was kind of why Zion doesn't have his minutes at the end of the game as opposed to in the middle of them. But that's a question for the Pelicans. Looking at the box score, we see the kind of things that we were seeing with the Jazz before the season came to an end. And that's the starting five, Royce O'Neal, Rudy Gobert, Mike Conley, Ingles, and Mitchell all playing in the upper 30s. Um, so it doesn't look like they're going to be resting their guys for now. Uh, Royce O'Neal coming in with 12 points, 9 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals. Rudy Gobert, 14 and 12, hit some big free throws at the end of the game. Mike Conley looking pretty good. Uh, 20 points, 4 assists, 1 steal, 1 block, only 2 turnovers, 7 of 16 from the field. He had 2 threes and 4 for 4 from the free throw line. Joe Ingles, 13 points, two, uh, 3 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals. And then Donovan Mitchell, 20 points, 5 assists, 6 rebounds. Uh, and 3 steals and a block. So, so a really good 9-category line for him. Now... One of the issues that we had with the uh, Jazz at the end, at the during the season was was Mike Conley's play. He started coming on uh, later in the season before the shutdown, and he looked good tonight uh, statistically. So you know he may be someone that's ready to to turn it up for the last uh, you know couple weeks of this abbreviated uh, seating uh, season, and then into the playoffs. Also off the bench for the Jazz was Jordan Clarkson. Getting uh, 32 minutes, 8 of 17, 23 points, 5 rebounds, 3 assists, 2 steals. So the rotation is pretty tight. It's going to be those six guys getting the uh, lion's share of minutes. A couple other guys got uh, 15 minutes or less. Uh, none of them are going to be fantasy factors, either in a 9 category or points format. So you got to keep your eye on these six. And if you're in a points format, Jordan Clarkson is a, a sneaky guy because he was scoring uh, after he got traded to the Jazz, and it looks like he's going to keep that role uh, for the seeding portion. Any other thoughts on the Jazz, David? No, uh, to your point, yeah, it was nice to see uh, the reappearance of Mike Connolly tonight because uh, most of us, I'm pretty sure, have pretty much written him off during the regular season. So hopefully this momentum he found in the first game he can carry throughout the bubble because the Jazz are definitely going to need his scoring and playmaking with uh, Bogdanovich out for the remainder of the season due to that elective surgery. And uh, definitely good to see some chemistry there between Gobert and Donovan Mitchell. They were throwing lots of lobs his way tonight. Uh, the Pelicans really had no answer for him down low, and they absolutely feasted. So hopefully the Jazz can continue, like I said, this kind of strong momentum that they showed up with tonight coming back 
uh, from the deficit here uh, and proving that having veterans on the stretch really does make a difference. So we'll see what they can do. And they're an interesting team, a, a little bit of a dark horse team in the West. Um, they, they could give fits to the top team. So um, an interesting team to keep your eye on uh, down the stretch. All right. How about the Pelicans? Well, for the New Orleans Pelicans, they were flying tonight, but unfortunately they flew a little bit too close to the sun and got burned. Um, so we'll start at the top of the key. Brandon Ingram looking really, really nice, uh, continuing that all-star form that he started earlier this season. In 32 minutes, he had 23 points on 7-20 shooting, hit two three-pointers, contributed eight rebounds, no assists, a block, and only one turnover. Uh, B.I. was very, very strong tonight. Uh, was looking very, very good as a playmaker. Uh, very, very involved on defense as well. So like to see what Brandon Ingram's doing. Zion Williamson, as we said, there is a problem with his minutes, but there is definitely no problem with his production. In the 15 minutes he did get tonight, he had 13 points on 6 of 8 shooting. Uh, was perfect from the charity stripe. Uh, chipped in an assist and only two turnovers. Derek Favors started tonight at center and in 28 minutes only had two points. Uh, but did contribute eight rebounds and assists and three steals. So pretty active on the defensive end, big body down low. But as I said, the Pelicans were completely absent um, underneath the basket, and the Jazz absolutely exploited that to their benefit. Drew Holiday doing Drew Holiday things, the reason why many of us drafted him as early as we did earlier in the season, uh, because of the guy's ability to really fill up the box score all across the board. Uh, 36 minutes tonight, 20 points on 9 of 18 shooting, hit two threes, also contributed five rebounds, four assists, three steals, a block, uh, and six turnovers. Um, since all our seasons are over, we don't really mind the turnovers. We love the production, and we can definitely expect that to continue. With Zion's minutes being in flux, uh, they're going to rely very heavily on Drew to carry the offensive load alongside Brandon Ingram. And then Lonzo Ball, starting at point guard in 27 minutes, had four points on two of 13 shooting, contributing six rebounds, seven assists, two steals, and three turnovers. So, unfortunately, he wasn't able to find the bottom of the bucket tonight with his jumper, but was able to still be relevant um, and contribute across the board in a numerous uh, variety of ways. Off of the bench, J.J. Redick is definitely looking to continue his playoff streak, which I think is what is this, somewhere like around 10-plus seasons he's made it to the playoffs. So I don't think he's looking for that to end anytime soon. In 26 minutes, 21 points on 7 of 15 shooting, hit three threes, uh, had four rebounds, three assists, no defensive stats, only three turnovers. I uh, was very, very involved on the defensive end as well, helping the Pelicans with their playmaking, as I said, when they did have their primary ball handlers off of the floor. Um, and then Josh Hart in 22 minutes had 10 points on 4-7 shooting, hit two threes, contributed three rebounds and assists, no defensive stats and a turnover. Another guy off of the bench who was able to kind of flash his playmaking um, and three-point shooting prowess tonight. So the Pelicans, I think, are going to be a team who are going to kind of be – wild and loose with it on a night-to-night basis because they, I mean, they don't really have much to lose. Uh, Best-case scenario, they win some games and are able to put themselves in the position for a play-in game. Uh, Worst-case scenario, they go out there, they lose some games, and they go home. So I think that they're all pretty much well set with that. The big question is, to your point, going to be what happens with Zion uh, when Alvin Gentry was asked by the media post-game about Zion's minutes limit. He uh, said that all those questions should be directed towards the medical staff. So we will see if a division starts to form between the coaching staff and the medical staff in regards to Zion. Hopefully that doesn't become a storyline of the bubble, but it seems like it's already going to be more of a storyline than Zion's actual play. So we'll see. Yeah, and, and it's an interesting question if the Pelicans actually want to make the playoffs or not. Uh, you know, they, they, mm-hmm. may not, they may not be really striving for that anyway. So we won't know. We'll just have to see. <laughs> yeah. Wait and see. 
All right. Well, before we jump into the second game, I feel like it's a great time for me to talk about another one of our excellent sponsors. Uh, say it with me now. Sports are back, baby. And there's no better way to get back into the groove than with my bookie. I personally have been waiting for this day since that sad, sad day in March when they took my sports away from me, Hank. And <laughs> <laughs> now that they're here, I've only got one thing on my mind, and that's my bookie. My bookie is your home run, slam dunk, alley-oop, triple overtime, game-winning shot, everything you need all wrapped in the one. You love it. I love it. Who wouldn't? And that should be all you need to hear in order to start your betting today. My bookie has up-to-the-minute odds on all your favorite teams. And with the start of the NBA bubble season just around the corner, there's never been a better time to start playing. With my bookie, it's easy. You bet, you win, they pay. Feeling good about your MLB team's chances this year? Probably not. MLB season is in flux, but hey, get your money out there. You never know. Be sure to check out MyBookie's World Series future bets. Nothing shows you believe in your squad like betting on them before the season's even begun or before the season gets called. So get your bets in while you can, right? Why stop with baseball? Smart bettors are always looking towards the future. And in this case, that means basketball, hockey, and cross your fingers for football. MyBookie is already accepting bets on all of your favorite NBA, NHL, and NFL games. There's never been a better time to start exploring the world of online sports betting. And make yourself some money, why don't you? Join today and my bookie will match your deposit 100%. You heard me, 100%. Plus, they'll toss you a free $10 MLB future wager. All you got to do is enter the promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, HOOPBALL, when signing up. Remember, at my bookie, the terms are simple. Are you ready for them? You bet, you win, they pay. All right. Well, that leads me into our second and I think the more the most tasty uh, uh, matchup of the night. We had what many of us assumed to be a Western Conference preview between the Los Angeles Clippers and the Los Angeles Lakers tonight. Uh, so we'll go ahead and start with the Clippers. Unfortunately, they were not able to pull out the win, even though they did put on a really strong show there at the end. Uh, barrage of threes and really impressive playmaking. Uh, Clippers lost 101 to 103. On the Los Angeles Clippers side, Kawhi Leonard in 33 minutes had 28 points on 7-16 shooting, went 11-13 from the free throw line, hit three threes, contributed three rebounds, four assists, two steals, two blocks, and three turnovers. Uh, Kawhi was a madman. He was everywhere. He looked absolutely excellent, reigning finals MVP, and played like it tonight. Uh, Marcus Morris in 18 minutes was completely scoreless, really, really struggled tonight, struggled on offense, and struggled mightily on defense. Uh, did have three rebounds and an assist but two turnovers, and that was pretty much the the effect that Marcus Morris brought to the court tonight. Uh, Visa Zubak started at center tonight. Uh, Montrezl Harrell was away from the team. In 15 minutes, he had two points on one of three shooting. Uh, also contributed three rebounds, an assist, a steal, a block, and two turnovers. Paul George, PG, 13, uh, was rated R tonight. 34 minutes, 30 <laughs> points on 11 of 17 shooting. And my God, was he lethal from downtown. Six of 11 hitting some absolute daggers i mean if you didn't see it live check out the replay it's just as good i promise also added five rebounds three assists three steals and five turnovers i mean he was everywhere reggie jackson got the nod at point guard tonight in 34 minutes had 10 points on three attempt shooting 
did hit a three and went three or four from the uh, free throw line, adding six rebounds, four assists, no defensive stats, and four turnovers. Uh, turnovers were really the story of the night uh, for the Clippers, and it's really why they ultimately lost the game, in my opinion. We're not able to clean up the sloppy play uh, throughout the game, and I think that's because a lot of their primary playmakers, Pat Bev and Lou Will, uh, Pat Bev came in off the bench, but Lou Will was away from the team. So uh, look for them to kind of figure that out as we go. Um, and the guy who I mentioned, Pat Bev, off the bench, 16 minutes, 12 points on three of seven shooting, hit two threes, went four or five from the free throw line, added a rebound and assist and no defensive stats. Jermichael Green got some run as well, 28 minutes, eight points on three of six shooting, did hit two three-pointers tonight, added four rebounds and a block. And then we did have a Joakim Noah sighting. He only had 10 minutes tonight, but was uh, very, very valuable on the defensive end with his big body. Uh, only had a point, went one of two from the free throw line. Added four rebounds, an assist, and a block. And then Landry Shamit, unfortunately, could not find the bottom of the rim tonight, but did good, get 22 minutes. Two points on one of eight shooting, uh, 0-5 from the three-point line, three rebounds, two turnovers. So, like I said, the story for the Clippers tonight, turnovers um, and and really, really struggling with their shot as far as their bench guys. When you when you are without Lou Will and Montrez, your bench is definitely going to suffer, and we saw it tonight. Um, any thoughts from you about the Clippers and how they're going to round out their roster when everybody gets back? Well, it's going to be interesting to see if they tighten up the rotation a little bit. They do have a very deep team, um, and their guy's going to be on the team. You know, Lou Will comes back. How are they going to divide the minutes? Is Shamit going to get any time? You know, so they they got they got to figure those out. And we just want to give another little bit of love to mybookie.ag. I don't know if they had the first player in the bubble to get caught in a strip club odds. I know those odds were floating. I know those odds were floating around. James Harden was the favorite at minus 5,000. Lou Will came in at plus 150. So if you took <laughs> Lou Will, um, you could have made some money on that one. So I do think the Clippers are an interesting team to see how they tighten up the rotation, especially for the, for the playoffs. They're also an interesting team if you're playing daily. Uh, you may start seeing Kawhi or Paul George... Um, you know, getting us uh, some DNPs. I don't know if they will or they won't, because they, you know, they may want to just have them play together and 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 get you know finely tuned for the playoffs. So we'll see. Is it more important for them to rest or to get their players on the same page? They'll be an interesting team to watch over the next seven games. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm very curious to your point to see what the whole procedure is with the resting and load management here in the bubble, because given the fact that the third through sixth seed in the West are all so close right now, you really would assume the Clippers don't want to fall anywhere below three and risk drawing the Lakers before the conference finals. So I do wonder, as you said, when they have everybody back, how they will kind of roll out with their lineups and rosters. Yep. And then on the Lakers side, you know, we saw what we've been seeing all season, the LeBron and Anthony Davis show. Uh, Anthony Davis took the lead tonight in terms of the scoring. 34 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 threes, 8 of 19 from the field, and a fantastic 16 of 17 from the free throw line. LeBron, not as efficient from the field, only 6 of 19 for 16 points, 11 rebounds, 7 assists, 1 steal on a block, 5 turnovers. However, at the end of the game... He, you know, he took it to the hole, or he took a shot, he missed, he got his own rebound, he put it in, and he won. So, um, great game for him, or at least a great ending for him in real life. The numbers don't show it tonight, but he, you know, he played fine, and, and he was sloppy, and obviously his, his you know, field goal is going to get a lot better for the rest of the season. 
Uh, McGee, only 11 minutes for him. 6.7 rebounds, 2 steals. Danny Green, 6 points, hit 2 threes, 1 rebound. Then Kentavious Caldwell-Pope had 29 minutes as well. 6 points for him. Off the bench, Kuz got 15 points on 4 of 8 from the field, 4 of 7 from the free, from the 3-point line, and 4 of 5 from the from the 3-point line. Excuse me, 4 of 7 from the... Four of five from the free throw line. I'm getting, I'm out of wax too. So it looks like I got to get, got to get myself into shape. Four of five from the free throw <laughs> line. Four of seven from the three-point line. 16 points, seven rebounds, two assists. Good game for him. Uh, and then Alex Caruso had 28 minutes, seven points for him. Now the Lakers, uh, Deion Waiters also got five of ten from the field, 11 points. Um, the Lakers are missing Avery Bradley, who's not going to be coming back to the bubble. So that's one guy for the Lakers. Um, and we'll see if Caruso kind of steps up and fills that void. Um, we saw Dwight Howard only got 13 minutes tonight as well. So the Lakers were, are going to ride Anthony Davis and, and LeBron James as far as they can take them. And, and you know, each night is going to be different role guys stepping in. But it's going to be hard for a third guy to get a consistent role other than maybe Kuz, who could become a, a scorer for them and a, and a good punch off the bench. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely agree. Uh, I'm very curious to see what the Lakers end up doing as they kind of try to solidify their their rotation, because I'm, I'm curious, in your opinion, do you feel that J.R. Smith, we will actually see him on a consistent basis? Because tonight, I mean, what, what were his minutes total tonight? Seven? Hey, yeah. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he barely got any time. And same for Markeith, same for Quinn Cook. I mean, a lot of these guys who were getting more run during the regular season, not JR, uh, but guys who were getting more run during the regular season, it looks like they kind of have shifted away from them now. So what's your opinion as far as what the Lakers are going to do from a guard perspective? Well, they're going to either be they're going to play the matchups. Uh, I don't expect JR to get a big role on the team. However, um, I'm sure that his offense will come into play at, in at least a couple of games. So... Uh, hard to predict, and especially with him, he won't, he won't even be necessarily a matchup guy. He'll just be a guy that happens to get hot one game and they'll ride him. So, if that, if that. I don't expect a big role for him, um, but, you know, if they just need some scoring power off the bench, they, they, could, they could use him. But uh, these guys, you know, Green's going to get his minutes. I, I, I figure Kuz is going to get his minutes too, but after those two, yeah. the rest of the role players, KCP... Morris, Dwight, Waiters, Caruso. I think these guys are all a game-by-game proposition. Yeah, I agree. And definitely with Rondo coming back, it's just going to muck up it. Uh, well, yeah, and, more, and, so. and that's that's an interesting thing because Rondo is out, I, I think, they what, six to eight weeks? Yeah, I believe uh, so. Yeah, so I mean, him coming back is just going to throw a wrench into it as well. But he's also another guy that, if he's healthy, I'm sure he'll get 25 a game, so... Oh yeah, um, absolutely. You know, he's another one that that would have a, a little bit more solid role than than the other guys. Yep. All right. Um, what else you got going on uh, for the rest of the week? Uh, well, catch me again tomorrow. You know, we got some more games. We're getting started early tomorrow at one thirty. We got Magic Nets. Place your bets. Three o'clock. We got the Wizards. Suns. Lots of fun. Three o'clock, you know, we got the Blazers and the Grizzlies. Uh, I don't got any more rhymes, but we got plenty more NBA games. So check me out tomorrow for another pod. We're going to be going through all of the scores, uh, talking storylines. I'm very, very excited for the Rockets-Mavericks game to close out tomorrow night. So it should be a high-scoring affair. Uh, What do you got going on the rest of this week? 
I'll be on the message boards. You can hit me up on Twitter, HankAaron26. Uh, and I got to say, there's something... I wish I wish we were in our regular fantasy seasons where, you know, we could watch the stats add up all day. Um, I know. If you're, play, if you're playing daily, it's okay, too. But then there's the issue of, you know, waking up and setting and all that. But, but man, how great would it be if, if, if you're playing your fantasy playoffs and starting... I mean... Your work productivity is going to go down, but you know <laughs> how exciting that you could just pop open the stat tracker and follow that all day. Uh, the beautiful the thing. So, almost it kind of reminds me of the World Cup a little bit. Uh, yes. So, yes. I love it. Uh, it's it is a great time, you know. Uh, as sports fans, we got cut off for a few months, but now we're getting everything at once. We're getting basketball. We're getting baseball. We may get football. Uh, we've been getting a ton of UFCs, uh, so it's exciting. It's exciting. The basketball's back, and and it's going to be a lot of fun. Yes, we're back. We're back. I'm so ready. All right, all right. So I'll see you next week. Yes, sir. We'll do this again. I'm very excited, and we'll figure out who's going to win this NBA championship. Yeah. Who's your pick for now? Oh, Clippers all day. Um, I'm with you. I think the Clippers take it. Right. That's a safe bet. All right. (laughs) See you all next week. Thank you for joining us. David, have a great night. Thanks, everybody. Take care. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.